Hello and welcome to Helios Blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Matthew Hussey in How to Avoid Being Trapped in a Narcissistic Relationship. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. That's where the disaster begins. It's because you're, all you're doing is looking at the things you find attractive. You're not looking at the fundamental qualities that are missing in this person. And you're hoping that one day those things will arrive. Actually, ironically, ironically, women do look for these. They look for how to disqualify. So that he hides it so well is actually admirable, um, though obviously not good for her. All right, let's continue you get to someone the more ability they have to distort reality right they mm -hmm. they know how to make you feel like what this it's kind of like con men in general right and women con people con people disaster <laughs> you see he asked he has to qualify it because you know we have to be as like you know as egalitarian as possible because that's great yeah really feel like conning comes more from the male direction but but there are female con people con women a, a con person see how he was like looking to get um validation from his wife come on <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say con man con person sounds con ridiculous artist. Con, artist. con artist that makes it sound too glamorous <laughs> um uh, a con artist. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm already, like, close to throwing up from just how fake and virtue signaling it is. But, I mean, we already know Matthew Hussey has made his money by basically speaking womanese. Like, saying important advice in some spheres that women need to hear. Yes. But also being a con artist. Uh, not a con artist, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's what he's saying. He's uh, he's done it by by speaking womanese. So to speak womanese, you have to virtue signal as much as possible. You have to be as inclusive as possible. You have to avoid you know bothering or annoying anyone, and and so on. And um, yeah, he's a master at this. He's a master at uh, you know, basically saying what women want to hear in womanese, while also throwing in a bit of advice there too. Artist knows how to distort reality. They know how to make you think that what's going on is normal or plausible. And it's all about the kind of distraction from what's really going on. So that you don't just look at the facts and go, this doesn't make sense. Why is, why is my, you know, why is my bank calling me out of the blue at midnight to have a chat about my account like this doesn't make sense you know that but it's all about trying to create plausibility and so what he's saying is that these these narcissists they distort reality in order to get you into their web and they use that to get you to do what they want yeah that's that's about right all right shitting time hit the like hit the sub hit all for notifications drop me a donation like hunter m adrian R, and tom m shout out to them Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. Shoutouts to Curry Kid, most recent purchaser of the Strategist Guide to Seduction. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. 
Also, go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash theheadiestblog. If you want to support me on the podcast, just click in the bo- the podcast description underneath there's text and just scroll down to the Buzzsprout link. And of course, share this video. All right, let's continue. And in when someone turns out to be a disaster, usually, uh, uh, well, a lot of the time what happens, especially with narcissistic people, they distort reality until the point where y- everything starts to fall apart. And even then you can find yourself in a situation where you're so deep in that even as it's falling apart, you're still trying to like duct tape it together yourself because you just can't bear how much you've put up with and dealt with and invested if this turns out to all be nonsense. So now you become complicit in the con because you don't want it to be the case. Sorry to interrupt the video, but if you're watching this and your love life is a priority for you this year, you want to meet your person. I have a free training called Dating with Results that is going to help you do that and you can watch it right now. All you need to do to sign up is go to Dating with Results. Sorry, I don't like this shitting. Why? There have to be ways to just take facts and hold them up to the light of day. Oh, there's actually a famous adage here. It's easier, three times easier to spew bullcrap than to refute bullcrap. So bullcrap is very effective, which is why Sneaker has a lot of money. And that can be by talking to family. It can be by talking to friends. It could be by talking to experts. But when those people point out that those facts held up to the light are clearly there is something really wrong with them. That's when you have to be brave enough to actually listen and humble enough to actually listen. Because what tends to happen with people who turn out to be disasters and distort our reality is that our desire to want to meet and find a person is the strongest thing going on. And so we begin to isolate ourselves from the very people that could actually say something honest about those facts. Mm. We start hiding the facts. We don't tell them things. And when it's too hard not to tell them things in their company, we just start avoiding their company. And gradually, gradually, we can find ourselves getting deeper and deeper into a situation because we've, we've, close the blinds on any potential light that could be shed on on the situation so be aware of your instincts even if your even if your radar your compass for knowing the wrong thing isn't great right now there's usually a secondary instinct to not show things to people around you who might have a better compass and an instinct to withdraw so that you can still have this thing that's... So basically what Matthew is saying is that a lot of girls, they get into relationships with these with these loser men who try to string them along, you know, the narcissists, and they, rather than, you know, say anything to the guy because they know he's bad, but they don't say it, and tell their friends about it because they know their friends will tell them that it's bad and they'll leave as a result. They don't do that either. They just stick around and let it happen. Because they want the, you know, whatever, the bedroom fund to continue or the other positives to continue, love bombing. Makes sense. 
meeting some of your needs, but ultimately is going to turn out to be really catastrophic in your life. If you're aware of those kinds of biases and instincts, you don't even have to suddenly have a great compass for people. You just need to take away the instincts to shut yourself off to other great compasses <laughs> and not listen to the, to the things that they're telling you. Yeah. More perspectives gives you more truth. Mm -hmm. Did you watch the show Pam and Tommy? Yes. It's just interesting because so often with, uh, I mean, that's very much probably how you could describe that relationship where it was like Tommy Lee or Pamela Anderson, like really knew she had a, a bad thing for bad boys. And then Tommy Lee comes in like the ultimate bad boy and still sweeps her off her feet. And she kind of knowingly falls into it. But it's just, uh, it's just so perfect that that happened in a, a celebrity type situation. Because celebrities get in these kind of situations because there's no one in their life to just kind of like check them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And actually, uh, a, lot of, a lot of women don't have anyone check them in 2023. No one tells them what they're doing is wrong. Like men have to deal with reality every day. And if we don't, we get punished for it. But for women, that's not the case at all. A lot, of, a lot of women never have to deal with reality at all, and they're insulated from it. People, because you know, so many men are trying to sleep with them and so on. Um, they, they never tell them the truth, and because they never tell them the truth, they can fall into you know the the trap of being with you know terrible men. And then what happens? They get alpha widowed, and then they can't get married and have children because they're always thinking about the the guy that got away, quote unquote. But actually. Like she walked into the situation because she wouldn't allow anyone to tell her anything. So it's a very isolating kind of thing. You can see why that toxicity happens in that circumstance. But yeah, if you have that, if you have the more of those compasses, I think that's a really beautiful framework. And that's an interesting example because in that situation, I think if I remember right, the first scene of them meeting is him being like a this disaster. really obnoxious person in a club. And I, you know, kind of coming over to her with absolutely no regard for her friends, mm. very like obnoxiously direct. It's not, there's nothing, there's no conscientiousness at all involved in anything he does. What that means is that he's, uh, he's pathological, right? He has zero conscientiousness. But again, women find disagreeableness very attractive. So, there it is. Because in a dangerous situation, a guy like that would definitely protect you, right? And it's all about like, he's the, you know, what he wants there is the most important thing in the room. And narcissist, she finds it exciting because he's bold. That's right. And he's direct and it feels sexy, but she's ignoring the absence of all of these things that would make someone a kind, conscientious, good human being in that situation. Well, we already know that women want men to be disagreeable enough to, you know, to, to hurt people. But, and that, that's what the instincts are attracted to, but she also needs to have him be conscientious enough or good enough that he would also invest in children. Because if you have children with a man like this, then they're not going to be a father. They're just going to bang and leave, right? And this is the ultimate dilemma that, that women have to go through. And they have to go through this dilemma at, at, you know, the age of 18 to 23. So you need wisdom to deal with situations like this. 
Now, you can have someone who's direct and bold and all of those things, but those other qualities better show up. And if you're ignoring them, that's where yeah. the disaster begins. Because exactly. you're all you're doing is looking at the things you find attractive. You're not looking at the fundamental qualities yep. that are missing in exactly. this person. And you're hoping that one day those things will arrive. And they won't, of course. You know what I also think is I, some, I sometimes, this is a bit of a bold statement to make, but I sometimes think people who are the most charismatic and the most like kind of magnetic are have learned that behavior in order to hide the fact that they're actually a disaster a mm. lot of people who are kind of more level-headed you know consistent actually probably have the right materials to make you happy they have a quiet confidence about them that doesn't announce itself in the same way that for instance tommy and pam and tommy does and i sometimes think when you meet people like that who are just so, oh my God, that person, they were amazing. They were so exciting, so interesting, so funny, so this, so that. It's kind of a learned behavior mm -hmm. to sort of mask an insecurity and a lack, I, I think. Completely agree with that. As a magnetic, charismatic person, I don't know if I'm agreeing with that. <laughs> um, one thing, one thing you, I was going to say. British humor. So funny, so funny. You. <laughs> you. <laughs> one thing uh, i'm joking one thing i was gonna say uh, yeah our friend well not our friend our intellectual friend let's say john gottman who does great research on relationships look at frequency how often is someone their kind conscientious helpful self because some people will cling on to that person who is 10 percent of the time that and they go look it's there in them i've seen it yeah not realizing that that conscientious, kind person might just be an act, right? But John Gottman says the relationship's defined by how frequent does mm. it happen. If they get drunk, act like a disaster, and they're a mess three times a week, that's a hell of a lot of times to deal with right. a drunken, terrible mess. Yeah, it's almost, it's interesting. It's almost the, the antithesis of what, uh, who is it? Robert Greene says when Robert Greene said, heard him say, no one ever does anything once. If someone does something, assume it's a pattern because no one ever does anything once. And that's kind of a pretty good rule in general to apply to negative things. Although, you know, I would hate for that rule to be applied to me in my life because it offers little redemption for the worst moments of our lives or the things that we wish we hadn't done. But it can be quite a dangerous rule when applied to positive things. Right. If you use that as hope. Yeah. If you say this person did this thing on a date, so I'm going to assume that's who they are. That can be quite dangerous. Right. Exactly. Because when they're doing that stuff on a date, what they're actually doing is they're um, auditioning. And of course, on the audition, you have to be the best you can possibly be, right? Because you're trying to get laid as a man. So that doesn't mean that they actually have that as part of their character, right? Because it doesn't factor in consistency in that thing. That's where people overvalue a great date or a very beautiful a thing that someone did for them. But they don't look at the fact that actually the rest of the time this person is unkind or abusive or, you know unfeeling or selfish mm. a lot of relationships 
are fueled by a couple of good acts a year. <laughs> or a really great face. True. Yes, but at least that's... She's telling on herself. System. <laughs> okay. But is it appropriate for someone who... No. Yeah. No, 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 no. There's very little about what was just said that's appropriate. Different. I have a club called the Love Life Club and... Every month I answer questions of my members. This one caught my attention as something that would be fun to bring to all of you here. It was someone who asked, how do you know the difference between someone who is love bombing you and someone who has real intentions? How do you know the difference? Hmm, seems very hard to me. Now, you can't possibly tell when a person is a psychopath, you know, or just lying about being interested in you. Imagine a girl making so many bad decisions that she can't tell the difference. This was my answer. And by the way, don't forget to like this video, subscribe to this channel. Perfect. Matthew is advertising for me. And hit the notification bell so that you get notified the next time we do a video. Can Thank we you, do Matthew. one final question? Please. Yeah. From someone called Tamila. How do I differentiate between love bombing and genuine attention? I met a man online, in brackets, I'm traveling out of country. Ah, so you met a man for bedroom fun and you don't know if he has genuine intentions. You're out of the country. He's just trying to get an easy bedroom fun, obviously. He was pursuing me and is waiting to meet when I'm back in the US. We're in different states and he's organizing a- Oh, I see. It's, it's actually backwards. She's outside of country and she was on Tinder and she matched with a guy who's in the United States. Okay. So in general, guys, don't overtext on Tinder and stuff like that. It doesn't work. You're just wasting your time. If she doesn't want to meet up and if she doesn't want to meet up for a low, um, what's it called? Low investment date, she's not interested in you. So when I say low investment, I mean a date where you don't have to pay huge amounts of money for it. Huge investment dates are for a proven quality, right? Are for a girl who's proven her quality, not for a random girl you just met. Because you don't know if she's sketchy or not. So why are you investing $100, $200 in her? A day in his city, San Diego, in a month. In his text, there's a lot of us talk talk of living together, how many kids I'd want, asking me for my preferences on houses, calling me wifey, etc. Little too early for that. So probably he's uh, either desperate or he's, he's uh, you know, love bombing. It's one or the other. And you don't want either of them. So say no. Help. How do I differentiate between love bombing and genuine intention? How long has she been speaking to this man? She met him online. But how long ago? It doesn't say. But is it appropriate for someone who... No. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no, no, exactly. no. There's very little about what was just said that's appropriate. It's, you know, it that's, has love bombing written all over it. It's Yeah, it's either love bombing or it's desperation. And you don't want either of those. Like, oh, I forgot to take into account that girls that match with guys on dating apps, he's in the top 4.5% of attractiveness. I forgot about that. 
how do you not um, get swept up? Because it's a lovely thing to hear, right? You meet someone you find attractive, whatever, and they're saying all the right things and they're saying all these like, how do you stop yourself from getting carried away in those kinds of words? Here's what you hear in your head. You hear, imagine someone just rang your phone like it was an unknown number and you picked it up and it was a automated message and it said, you have been selected from a yep. random pool of people exactly. to collect $2 million. Yep. All you need to do to collect your winnings is to speak now with your bank account yeah, details exactly. so that we can deposit the funds. <laughs> Doot. That's, yeah, it's a scam. Right. That's that what was, you imagine being funny. said. Yeah. Because yeah. this is why fathers are better at selecting romantic partners for women than women are. But anyway. Well, if that happened, we'd all be like, hang up. Why you, well, this doesn't make any sense why you're giving me $2 million right now. I've never been that lucky in my entire life. It doesn't add up. $2 million is not that easy to make. Yep. No. If someone out of nowhere starts saying, wifey this, wifey that, we're going to have this many kids, we're going to live in this house. Either they are projecting to a scary degree which means that there's something unhealthy about them and yep. they they believe they're this in love with you and they're mistaken because they don't even know you. Yep. So that love isn't real and you're dealing with a really unhealthy person or you're dealing with a scammer. What they're scamming you out of, it might be sex, it might be money, it might be just all of your energy and they're not going to give you anything in return. They're just going to bring you out to San Diego and have a fun with you and then send you back and be like, what are you, what are you wifey? What? I didn't say any of that. I don't remember any of that. It's, you know, there's, there's some, they're trying to get something. Yeah. They're trying accurate to get something. Um, so you, you have to start seeing it for what it really is. It feels nice. It feels nice to be told you just won a million dollars, but you can't trust it. Exactly. Now, how do you know to avoid this stuff? It's just the timing, right? If it happens right away from the very beginning, like this is a man that knows what women want to hear and he's using it to get bedroom fun because women want relationships and men want bedroom fun. So it's obvious what's happening here. He's telling you what you want to hear because he's trying to get what he wants as fast as possible, right? Men don't develop feelings that quickly unless they're abject losers who've never had a girl before and women don't find those men attractive. And it's, this, it's the same with this. How can you feel this way about me? You do not know me. You have no exactly. idea who I am. So either take the time to actually get to know who I am. Right. And let's start again. Or um, I'm going to see this for what it is. Right. Which is either a gross projection or a manipulation. Exactly. Um, but someone, can't, someone can only know you over time by asking questions, by taking the time to actually get to know you. And by the way, be careful of like traveling to see someone who you don't know. I mean, in general, are they willing to make an effort to see you? Could they meet you halfway? 
You know, like, is there a way for the two of you to meet in a way that requires at least some mutual investment? Right, exactly. Because the, you know... Well, here's the thing. As a man, you want to go on a low investment date to begin. And she needs to meet you on your terms. Because again, girls have to show you that they're interested in you because women usually aren't interested in men. They're usually interested in using the guy for time, attention, and affection. And if she's not willing to go on a date on your terms, then you shouldn't even be going on a date at all. So keep that in mind. Oh, fly to be with me in my backyard is a very easy thing to say to someone. And I'm not saying that means they're dangerous or evil, but at the very least, it's like, it's a lot of work for you and none for them. I think that's such a good point. We've made it before, but... um just when somebody asks you to fly to see them it feels like investment because you go oh my god they really want to spend all this time with me Mm -hmm. but actually it's no investment if the person is thinking well i'm gonna have a nice weekend i'm gonna get sex out of it and then they fly home and i never have to think about it again or i certainly don't have to think about it further than that weekend and until i decide Mm -hmm. But we think it feels like, because it feels like investment, right? It feels like it's something serious because you think, oh, this person wants to spend a weekend with me. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that's really interesting. What it is, is you're depositing a whole lot of money for very little investment on their Mm. part. Yep, that's, that's accurate. So, again, we want the girl to invest in us at the beginning. But again, it's not like you're flying her out, wasting money on a plane ticket, right? No, you're going to go and you're going to have coffee or you're going to walk. And the point is, if she's not willing to do a low investment date with you, all she's after is money, which means we avoid. All right, we're going to end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian and Tom M. Shout out to them. Go buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. Shout out to Curry Kid being the most... Recent purchaser of Strategist Guide to Seduction. I really do appreciate it. Go to my Patreon and subscribe. Patreon.com slash The Helios Blog. And share this video. Also, if you want to support me on the podcast, just click the, the link of the podcast itself. Scroll down to the Buzzsprout link. It'll be under support the show. All right. Thank you so much for listening, especially if you listen to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves. And I'll see you next time.